You're listening to a One Fine Baby podcast. One Fine Baby acknowledges the traditional owners of land and water that this podcast is recorded on and pays respect to elders past, present and emerging. How many times have you winced your way through that cold cup of coffee just for the caffeine kick? Or tripped over the same toy you've put away 10 times? We have toothpaste on our t-shirt and tiny humans screaming our name. The Cold Coffee Hot Mess Podcast is here to bring you the real side of parenting and serve up the juiciest survival hacks for this season of life that you can implement today. Welcome to the Cold Coffee Hot Hot Mess Mess Podcast. Podcast. I'm Olivia. We're back. It's Nadine. And we are, well, I'm ready and raring. (laughs) I don't know about you, Miss Richards. What are I you am doing? On struggle Street. I tell you what, I chose the worst way to get to New York and back. I What'd you do? One of the flights was 19 hours. Is that legal? No, I will. I told it to my dad, and he's like, "Yeah, because you chose to go through Singapore. <laughs> so it's everyone knows it's the longest flight in the world." Oh, well, you didn't know, and I, I certainly didn't know. I clearly didn't know, but I got a good price, so that was the main thing. Oh, well, that's what it's all about. <laughs> Never mind um, your mental state. That jet lag is a killer. Oh, isn't out. it? Isn't it? So you know, some people don't believe in it, but I can tell you right now, it's a killer. Because even yeah. if you go to Perth, they say it can really knock you around. It doesn't even have to be a long yeah. trip. Well, I'm struggling now, but hey, work what can is we done. do? What can we do to here's a cold <laughs> coffee for you <laughs> i've got a couple of coffees <laughs> well i will just tell you i'll okay, talk at you me. i'll talk at you that mm-hmm. basically we have been really embracing the sun obviously daylight savings happened a few weeks ago and we have just been trying to um tread water to get through that because it has turned our household on its head with like the wake up times and takes forever to get dark at night so the kids are like hey it's four o'clock let's go on the trampoline it's like no 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 it's like yeah, I know. Get yeah. yourselves to bed Get right to now. Bed. That I don't know if it messes with anyone help. else. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's no dark cue. It's still <sighs> like, but why, mum? It's still sunshine. And then when they wake up at six, it's still dark. So mm. you're like, no, go back to bed. But they're wound up wide awake. Mm. It's just, it messes with you. Yeah, it's but, been hey. a change. but hey, those long evenings, they're I pretty know. damn good. They too, are right? good. Once yeah. the kids go to sleep, you can pour Oof. your glass of wine, have that's a picnic good. outside. Bring on summer. Look at the upside. Always look at the upside. Mm, yeah, that's right. And okay. the Christmas clock is counting. Oh my gosh. It's but let's not go there because that's just stressed me it's out. It's like eight weeks or something. Yeah. It's mm. wild. Okay, let's get into it. We've got an absolute thunderbolt <laughs> of an episode today with Jen from What Baby. Um, and she is just a know it all in the best oh, way possible. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. Sleep. 33 years she's been doing this. So mm. she knows her shit. Yeah, and this is a really good one to share. Like share it with your carers or your friends and family that are helping you with their Uh, baby. Or even if they're in the same situation, share it with them. Uh, You know, sleep. Number one thing. Well, the you, other thing we survived. That's that right. water. Water and sleep. Water, water and sleep. But, you know, you want people to be on the same page if they're looking after your kids as well. You want to be kind of running the same race and yeah. making sure that you're on, on par. Um, so, you know, as Eva says, sharing is caring. That's her new favourite tagline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we are going to jump in. Let's, Let's get into it. it. Okay. We're so excited today, aren't so we? So excited. We have an absolute maverick of the baby we sleep do. world with us. That is such a great word to well, describe. Listen, it's just what came to mind yeah. when I think of her. <laughs> so it's Jen Hamilton, founder of What Baby, creator of the What Baby resources, including the app, which I used religiously, yeah. the Bible, and then recently the What Baby Diaries video series. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you can't do? <laughs> or, or not have? Wow. Lots of things. <laughs> I'm just passionate about creating resources yeah. for new parents because there is not enough 
educational information out there. Yeah, no, and it's such an isolating, lonely, scary time as a first-time parent. So having your resources in any format that you choose to absorb them is like integral, I would say, for any new parent. Yeah, yeah. that app sounds pretty cool. I used the app. And I remember video standing outside well. Eva's door and like it's so it, what I love about it, it was so step by step. So it's like put the baby down, exit, next step, swipe across. It tells yeah. you exactly in a flow chart system what the next step is. I'm like, that's what I need. Yeah, Someone right. to give me this step by step. Like, yeah. I used to live by it. Like so when your baby's little and you're sleep mm. deprived and it's early days mm. and you're not sure and the baby wakes up to the world. Mm. It is very helpful to just have that step by step. Yeah. And it's also great for dads. Yes. Because you can leave it with dad yes. and go out Good and one. then they have no excuses. No, it couldn't be laid out easier. Exactly. Like flow chart. Like literally, even exactly. it's even easier than step by step. It's like literally a flow chart. Like Yeah, and it does have a lot of helpful information yeah. in there. Um, a lot of educational information. But it is a quick kind of step-by-step guide mm. for those early days. Yeah. And it kind of goes to six months. It's got a lot of the how, but doesn't have as much as the why, yeah, which right. is in the Bible yes. and the video series. Yes, yeah. that's right. That's yeah. right. And what I loved about it as well, it was sectioned out as to if you were bottle feeding, if you were breastfeeding, right. like it had kind of, yeah, no right. matter what your scenario, it had tips and, and a yeah. flow chart type of vibe, which I loved. I was obsessed with it. Good. I'm glad it helped. It did. <laughs> it did. And Jen, you've been doing this for 33 years, did I you have. say? Oh yes, gosh. I have. I trained at Karatani mm-hmm. 33 years ago in Randwick. Yep. Um, and then I worked for years at Tresillian at mm-hmm. Petersham at the residential unit. And I think working as part of a team there and working with so many families, that's really where I gained my training. All your experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. In the field. Yeah. <laughs> and, then I, and then I travelled. So I worked yeah. for two and a half years travelling overseas where I worked as a maternity nurse. So I'd uh-huh. go home with parents from the hospital. Wow. Okay. And live with them for wow. six to eight weeks. That would cost a bit now if basic, I was to get you to live with me. It's, yeah. actually, quite, <laughs> it's actually quite common overseas. Yeah, right. Um, and it's just, I didn't realise, I went to get a job as a nanny and they said, you're overqualified <laughs> and you can do this. And yeah, I right. said, thank you very much. And so got to work with families all through Europe wow. and um, would live with them, get the babies into a routine, sleeping yep. well at night and feeding well. And then off I'd go to the next family. Oh my so gosh. I really got to see how... And I didn't have children at the time, of course. Mm. So um, it was really good for me because I got to see what it was like living with a baby 24-7. You were (laughs) very prepared when you were talking. Yeah, Yeah. and all the other stuff that goes with it. So, um, yeah, I loved it. And when I came back, I tried to go back into that hospital setting and... Mm. But no, I loved working in the home with yeah. families. So that's and you've worked with some pretty big names. I don't know who, if I you have. can reveal, but you do. You put a bit on Instagram. Oh, now that's put me on the spot. <laughs> um, well, I know you worked <coughs> with um, Benji Marshall and Zoe Marshall with yes, their babies. Yes, I have. I've worked with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but years ago, I, I worked with many people. Like mm. I lived with um, Paul Dainty down in Melbourne, and mm. I've worked with. Actually, did some night nursing for Kate Blanchett. Oh. Which was, oh. 
very name nice. Drop. Big name drop. Name drop there. I actually wanted to do more with her, but got her baby sleeping through in two nights. So she, <laughs> she was like, me. Yeah, we don't need you anymore. <laughs> See, that is how good you are. She sacked me. But well, you yeah, should have been um, a little bit worse <laughs> at it and just kept it going. Yeah, well, I was a bit disappointed with myself. Oh, God. <laughs> but no, she was lovely. Yeah. So, and I've worked with lots of others, but yeah. yeah. And you're about that. Our it's resident one fine baby expert as well. That's right. Yes. yes. And mm-hmm. you've helped a lot of our girls. So, yeah. We're so excited to have you here. Shall we get into all of these Absolutely. myths? Absolutely. Well, I thought, yeah, I thought we'd start with the myths because there's so many myths around sleeping. Like, mm. I've got a couple of girlfriends who have new babies, and our sisters have both just had a new baby, and the stuff they come out with, I'm like, <laughs> can't be right. true. It's but, tricky these oh, days. There's so much information. It's so complicated. That's yeah. The we're always banging on about knowledge is power, but sometimes, especially with the sleep, like, uh, you know, they have one bad night and there's, oh, but it's this. It's colic or it's yeah. a colic or mm-hmm. like they always have a reason yeah. for it to to explain to me and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could just be that they just, yeah. well, you're going to tell us. Yeah, and it's a shame because a lot of parents are so anxious with all of these mm. things that they think they have to worry about mm-hmm. or look forward to mm. or that it's this terrible part of, you know, your baby growing mm. and developing but it's all really normal. Mm. Babies are like sponges, yeah. so they soak in all of the energy around us. Okay. Hence, it's very easy to overstimulate your baby, <laughs> which is more important than overtiredness, but that's a whole other podcast. But, <laughs> um, and, and that's the thing. If you're, if you're worried and anxious, then your baby's going to feel that. Right. So instead of looking at things as being normal and then being able to sit in that and guide your baby the most powerful thing as a parent, well, this is what I do, is I educate parents about the why. Why is your baby behaving like that? Mm. How do they change? They change very quickly. Mm. A six-week-old baby is very different, behaves very differently than a newborn. Mm. Mm. And then a four-month-old baby behaves differently from a six-week-old. But Mm -hmm. you're stuck in that. So you don't kind of see the changes. Mm -hmm. So things might be working well and then all of a sudden it changes and you become anxious and you try to fix it because Mm. you look at it like it's Mm. a problem. Yeah, and you're looking for a cause. And you're looking for a cause. But all these things are normal. And as our babies grow and develop, it's good for us to change with them. And if we understand how our babies change and how they behave and why they're behaving a certain way, then we're more empowered to sit in it, be consistent and grow and change with them. And not get, not stress ourselves out and through not it. Stress. And that's the, the whole thing because what stands for windows of time? Mm. And windows of time is you are in a window of time for feeding, a window of time for sleeping and a window of time for play. Mm. And those windows might change gradually as your baby grows and develops. <gasps> I love so, that. Yeah. And so mm. what it does is it helps you to sit in that window and be consistent with yep. whatever activity you're trying to encourage your baby with. So when you put your baby down for sleep, you know that you've encouraged them for a nice healthy window of feeding. And it's not to make them feed for that amount of time, but yeah. it's to encourage them to feed the best they can mm. for that amount of time. Mm-hmm. So when you put them down, you know you've done your best. Mm. But the thing is, it doesn't, it doesn't create, well, I hope it doesn't create this kind of intention that if I do this, the end of the window, my baby will be perfect and then they'll sleep. Because <laughs> yeah. it's not about that. If, no. the, if, the window, if you get to the end of the window and the windows of time will guide you, You get to the end of it and your baby hasn't fed well or your baby hasn't slept well, then it encourages you to move on. 
to get over yes, it, it says to realise why. Stop trying. Stop, no, it says stop like, trying. Stop trying. Move so if and to mm. and to sit in it. So it's, awesome. for an example, the window of time for feeding. If you if you go right, my baby's catnapping and they're not sleeping. Mm. They're overtired and they're fussy and they're snacking. Well, don't look at the sleep. Look at let's start with the feed and not to feed them up and that's going to make them sleep. But look at the feed and start empowering yourself by saying, well, look, my baby's falling asleep on the breast or bottle. So yeah. therefore, are they really that hungry? And therefore, are they really tired? Am I trying hard enough with the sleep window? Mm. Am I encouraging that mm. enough? Yeah. So you're you're empowered from when your child I is up. So then, yeah, so concept. you look at their behaviour mm. and you wake them up and you say, well, no, we're feeding now because when I put you down, I'm going to be consistent. Yes. Yeah. So wake up and feed now, and I know you're tired and not going to feed the best. So when I put you down, I know you haven't fed the best that I like to see you feed. Mm. But until you sleep better that behaviour is not going to get better. Mm, yeah. So it just encourages you to sort of change your mindset from I'm going to feed my baby up or you won't sleep to, to no, perhaps if I help you to sleep better and guide you, not train, but guide you, then you'll feed better. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, should we get to the next one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. this sure. one. I didn't my even favorite. know what a four-month regression is. But you're going to tell me. Neither do I. Okay. <laughs> well, a lot of new mums do. This is the myth that they're talk, talking about. Yeah. Is, is yeah. the four-month regression permanent? What's happening is <laughs> tell it me becomes what it is. permanent. Yep. But when we look at the four-month sleep regression, it's quite a negative word. So mm, that yeah. negative connotation is not permanent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what it is is your baby is growing and developing. Mm. So babies are born with 20% brain development and they're born with primitive infantile reflexes with, and it helps us to bond with our babies and to feed them. Then as babies grow and develop, their their brains and start to develop and neurons start to match up and the mm. nervous system and things, those reflexes go away and things become learnt behaviours. Right. And they develop into normal human beings. So it's not to be feared. It's not to be feared. No, it's and just grow, normal progression yep, of them getting yep. older. And they grow into a normal human being that sleeps just like you and I do. Yeah. And that happens around four months. Mm, but yeah. they just go through a period where their sleep becomes more like ours, more sleep cycles at night time, more into really light sleep and then into deep sleep. Because if you've got a really time in deep sleepy sleep. newborn, yeah. it can kind of hit you like a ton of bricks. But really, if you understand why, yeah. back to the why... But I, and I, it's back okay. to the why, exactly. Mm. And the sleep regression, it's normal, but it's permanent. Your baby's sleep will become <laughs> like yours. They will be in and out of sleep cycles through the night. They will wake up yep. a lot mm. because yep. that's what healthy, normal humans do. We wake up. And yeah. people always ask me, and why is my baby waking up? How can I stop them? And it's like, well, you don't want to stop them from mm. waking up. It's normal. You want to How guide them back, them back to sleep. How do you are you teaching them to do it independently? Because yes. they'll do it if you guide them. Mm. Or are you teaching them to need things? Yeah, are you running in every time with the dummy yeah. or putting them back on the boob? Because that's well, where yeah. Speaking of all that, that's the one of the next oh, um, myths yeah. to bust. Um, if I rock my baby to sleep at night, I'll create a bad habit that I won't be able to break down the track. So what do you no. think about rocking baby? How do you get yeah. them back to sleep? Rocking babies, well, rocking babies is a good thing. Mm -hmm. Little newborns, as I said, those primitive reflexes, we need to switch off those reflexes to switch on their calming reflex, which helps them to sleep. Mm -hmm. So feed, a rock, a cuddle, a wrap, all of those things will help our newborns to sleep. Mm -hmm. They need help. Mm. 
but very quickly as they grow and develop and start to learn and recognise the world around them, they'll start to learn the cues and things. If you keep rocking them, they will learn that needs to happen. To get, yeah. And it's not like they will be, you know, frantic without it. Mm. It's just it'll be a little bit of a change for them. But what really happens that everybody's missing is when we, we put our newborns off to sleep with all those things, but as our children grow and develop and they're up learning and taking it all in, just like us busy day at the office, we go home, we have to wind down, mm. hop into bed and go through the processes of sleep mm. and wind down into sleep. Mm. So if you keep rocking them, you're putting them off to sleep all the time and they're exhausted. So it's like us falling asleep on a moving train. Right. So you're just really exhausted. You just don't. As soon as the train stops, you're wide awake. Yeah. Whereas if we hop into bed and we unwind naturally through the process of sleep, we get into a nice deep sleep and therefore the next sleep cycle is comes closer together and it's easier I to like match. I like that analogy of the yeah, train because that's true. As soon as the so train true. stops, you're like, oh, oh anything that moves. And I'm you're like, awake and then so wide yeah. awake mm. and full of adrenaline and ready to <laughs> roll. But what is Hello. the process of sleep though? When you say like it's about letting them get into the process, is it like the bath, like that routine or is it more just a it's good all, sleep? Yeah, routine is great. Yeah, showing okay. your baby what's coming next. Yeah. But when you've eliminated all of the things that you can control, mm-hmm. so that's where your awake windows come in, your routine, your mm-hmm yada yada but if your baby's getting older and you bath your baby and then take them straight to the bedroom and then feed them and then put them to bed is that going to work when your baby's older yeah and they've got more to wind down from that's not enough no yeah. right and so then they then you put them down one day and they're wide awake still and won't go to sleep so you what need do you do then books or massage or no you no? need to put them down oh. once you've done all of those things yeah so wide awake <gasps> And then they, there's nothing else for them. No. And having trust and faith, and they'll, they'll know if you guide them, they'll just know what to do mm. and how to do it. And have trust and faith that your baby can go from a wide awake state into a nice deep sleep. And it might take an older baby who's busy 20 minutes, mm. might take a younger baby 10 minutes, mm-hmm. but it's better that your baby takes time to go to sleep than you putting them off to sleep. Yes. If rocking them works, dummying them works, all the things work and your baby sleeps well and the family's happy or you're yeah. a, ba- a family that doesn't need lots of sleep and happy with the napping, go for it. Yeah, yep. There's nothing wrong with that. You're not going yeah, to get yourself into a state where you can't fix it down the track. I you guess that's what people... Fix it. You can fix you it. You can okay. fix it. You can reach out. There's lots yep. of sleep consultants, mm. obviously. And with children, yes, we can... There's, it's never too late to turn things around mm. and to guide them. So just like we're going to teach them to do up their shoelaces or yeah. brush their teeth, yeah. we guide them as parents and do those hard things. I think a lot of people get like worried now that I don't want to start giving the dummy because I'm going to have to deal with getting rid of the dummy down the track. And I'm like, guys, it's about survival. Whatever gets yeah, you through the day. Survival, but this, yeah. is, this, is, this is my passion. Yeah, is yeah. Why aren't we giving this the, the, the information? to? If you understand why and mm. you understand normal baby development and behaviour, and that's what, what baby gives you is that information yeah. Because you go from hospital with a newborn and you're not told anything nothing. else. Literally nothing. And it's unless so you hard. go mm. constantly back to the, the clinic nurse or whoever, um, there's no information out there. So mm. you don't understand that, well, now that's not working. Why isn't that working anymore? 
oh, it's not me. No. It's normal. Yeah. And now I have to change what I'm doing. Yes. And develop and grow and with develop the and baby. And develop and change with yeah. the baby. Mm. So you gently and lovingly create this you know, sleeping routine where your baby can be happy and healthy. And I've seen it so many times, thousands of times. So I know that it's true. Mm. It strengthens a bond because your baby trusts you. They know what's coming next. They don't have to ask for anything. If I walk into a home and the nine, ten-month-old baby's screaming their lungs out every time they go into the cot, I ask the question, well, what are they crying about? What do they need? What haven't you given them? Mm. Are they hurting? Are they sad? Mm. Are they this or they that? No, they're not. The cot's not a prison. Yeah. It's, a, it's a healthy place mm. and yeah. it's a good place. So, yeah. And so well, what about the whole cry? I know this is a bit of a controversial one, mm. the crying it out. Oh, so oh, the, uh, crying it out is putting a baby in the real. It's the, the real definition is um, putting them into bed, closing the door, and just letting them cry. Yeah, and not going God. back in. I remember doing it once, once because I was told to do it. Mm. It was heartbreaking. Yeah, see, I t- that's the thing is we focus on the crying, and I've so many people say to me, "We tried it once, it didn't work," or "We've yeah. tried that, and it doesn't work," or. You can't just do it once, as I said, it's a process. Yes. It's a process and you have to understand. I have, you know, obviously with the work that I do, I have a lot of people who will contact me via Facebook mm. or if you go on there and look at comments, yeah. a lot of people like to put in their little two cents worth and yep. um, that's hurting the baby or that's mm. cruel oh, or yeah. that's whatever that because we hear from them. Yeah. crying, <laughs> crying <laughs> for us adults is perceived as hurt and pain and abandonment and all those mm. things that we life's trauma brings us. Yeah. Um, but our babies haven't lived that life yet and all our babies most of the time are in a beautiful, loving home mm. and very well looked after. And once you've established feeding and, and they're growing and learning and they can smile at daddy when he gets home or mm. tracks you around the room and smiles at you, very rarely are they crying for emotional reasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's normally because they're tired. Yeah, um, it's normal to have a grizzle before bed, yeah. right? It kind of helps them yeah. get to sleep. That's yeah. what I've So cry learned. it out shouldn't happen. But if you're, if you're comparing that with putting your baby down, fed, watered, loved comfortable all the things Mm. and you're asking them with your help to go to sleep through the processes yes a baby who's been put off to sleep consistently for six months and is so overtired from adrenaline burst rushes um when we put them to bed that's they haven't learned to toss and turn because they're never in the bed because we keep picking them up yeah so their their expel of energy or like we roll around and bash the pillow yeah. and get frustrated <laughs> is to bleh, is cry. to cry mm. but if you can walk back in the room and guide them and with your presence and your tone and your energy they sort of stop crying or react there's not a lot wrong with them. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. They can stop as fast exactly. as they start, and so it's like we, I don't know. Yeah, throwing a baby in without any of the stuff beforehand into bed and letting them cry. Yes, I don't agree with. Mm. But twenty minutes of crying on and off as you guide them through the process of sleep is a very healthy thing. And I think that's the key, on and off. 
right? I think I it's know. if you've got heightened crying for a period of time. But there will be some if you've got an extremely yes. over-tight baby, but it's not very long. No, if it goes up and down, then you know they're okay. You it's can just if it's longer. Yes, it's just if it's yeah. that heightened at a level five, then say, then yeah. you go in and offer some like, comfort. But if it's comfort. on and off, I tell her that the, most of the parents I work with by day two are saying, I don't even go in now. Yeah, and yeah. on and off for 20 minutes and they go to sleep. Would you ever wake a sleeping baby? <gasps> yes. You would. Oh, it would. Oh. If, if you want routine, yeah. yes. If if that's how you if that's what you want, then yes. If you if you want your baby to know what's coming next, you want your baby to sleep well at night. So if your baby slept and you never woke them, but they still slept through the night, then hats off to you. Yeah, right. Woo-hoo. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, amazing. But right. don't complain that you're not sleeping at night if you're letting them sleep for four in the hours day. a day. Yeah, and then they're not going down at night. Because the baby yeah. will catch up. Yeah. And the thing is with that. When, during the day, some babies, it's like being on the train, will sleep better because they hear all the noises, the noises. and yes. take them for a walk in the pram. And well, that's, that leads yeah. very well into the next one is that a lot of um, – I know a lot of, like, grandparents or, like, parents who have been there, been around the block, will say that you should vacuum around the baby. Like, put don't put them down in a quiet room with the block-out blinds. Put them down in a semi-bright room, vacuum around them, let them get used to the noise. How do you well, feel I about that? Well, I used to vacuum with yeah. my with my children, um, but they had music. So I'm, mm. I'm people who know what baby. I'm not about the white noise machine. Mm. I'm about beautiful relaxation music. Mm. Yeah, nice. And um, particularly as your baby grows and develops. So mm. I, they would have the music and they would be sound asleep and I would go in there and I would vacuum or I'd put their clothes away That's or like whatever. And if they woke up and yeah. looked at me, That's risky I just business. walked away and walked out. <sighs> And wow. they just knew that it was your sleep. Balls. Yeah, yeah, your yeah, balls yeah. Yeah. The ball risky there, business. Yeah. <laughs> but it is, it's just sleep. And so, yes, of course, you're not going to go in there unless you have to. Yeah. I didn't do it often. If I had, there was more putting their clothes away or yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, oh, see, I'd rather wait till the next day. But, yeah, yeah no, yeah, it is good to have noise and to just... I think what they're saying is don't creep around the house. There's just so many anxious parents yes. home in the house with no noise whatsoever. Mm, yeah, that's well, not natural. Well, if you want a baby to catnap, that's the perfect environment. Right, okay. Um, you you want to just put your baby down with confidence, but then that comes back to your windows and the why and the you being empowered to eliminate all the things you can control so when you put your baby down you can walk away with confidence yeah. and go see ya <laughs> in two hours and go out there and do what you need to do turn the telly on or whatever but if the baby's got music in them particularly with siblings yeah. music is great because what the music does is it brings the baby back into the room mm. it centers them and it's scientifically proven to help slow down their breathing and their heart rate and to help them find the sleep. Right. And usually if they stop screaming because they're so conditioned to scream mm. and then mum comes running in, mm. if they stop screaming long enough, they'll relax and just yeah, the music to sleep. Relax. So we busted the big myth and now we want to talk about some of the big hot sleep issues that parents come across that are bugbears and yeah. you know, get us we'll in a bit that. of a tears. Indeed, you want to go? I really want to go on this one because yeah. in my experience as a mum, I could never do the day routine. I tried. I tried all the – like I, I tr- did well some days and some days not. But what I nailed was that afternoon routine of getting them to sleep. What I nailed is that bedtime routine. Mm. What would you say in your experience is a great bedtime routine yeah. for getting a baby to sleep? Like a template. Ah. 
Okay. Like, and t- starting time and everything. Like, yep. would you start at 5 p.m. or 4.30? Uh, or they're or usually babies. Uh, let's, are we talking about a certain age? Because it's different. Yeah, look, yeah. that's great. Let's, let's, look <laughs> yeah. At, let's look at when... Just generic. Let's look at over, like, three and a half to four months. So that's when our Gross. babies are developmentally ready to s- not only self-settle, mm-hmm. but they're also developmentally ready to self resettle mm-hmm. so that's where cat right. mapping and all those things oh, yeah, um, so let's so after that age you normally find a 4 month old baby will just be habitually that's their worst sleep is the afternoon the third nap of the day it's always i don't know what it is but after 4 p.m babies find it very hard to get back into a deep sleep they'll go to sleep have a cat nap but you've got buckleys of getting them back to sleep yeah doesn't mean they can't have some cot time though but Mm. that's another podcast (laughs) but (laughs) but um so from 4 to 4 30 i call it it's the kind of like that's where the magic happens when we we are we guide them as they practice the resettling skill Mm. which we want them to do at night time so my evening um routine starts from about 4 30 maybe 5 if your baby does resettle or sleeps well Mm. but um that active playtime and if you follow what baby it's active playtime then a feed then quiet playtime then bed so um, active playtime would be a bath, mm-hmm. a nice long bath, um, and then into their jammies or whatever, and then back out into the lounge room for feeding. Mm-hmm. I'm very opposite a lot of other sleep consultants, but um, so out it's there okay. for, the best, for feeding. <laughs> so they feed well and they awake when they're feeding. They don't need to be sleepy at that feed. Yes. They can still be relaxed. Yep. And then a little quiet sit so you know that they've, burped and not mm-hmm. windy and, mm-hmm. and have a little quiet play where it's not too much activity going on and then into the bedroom for your little bedtime routine which should take five minutes check and change the nappy um, into the swaddle whilst you're giving them cuddle or if they're a bit older or you could maybe read them a little board book mm-hmm. one or two pages or sing a little song and then into the swaddle big cuddle whilst you're doing that you show them bedtime's coming by closing the blinds whilst you're holding them, mm-hmm. turning on the music, then giving them a nice sweet cuddle and talking to them with your sleepy fa- phrases. It's sleep time, mummy, see in the morning. Put them into bed, tuck them in tight and you say, see you later, and out you go. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it was, well, that sounds about right, actually. It's it a, is. Yeah. yeah, it is. And so then they know, okay, it's time for bed and then they go to sleep. And if they don't, then they will in a week. That's their process. Right. That's what we've shown them. They know bedtime's coming, but the actual process of Mm. falling through those stages, they have to get into light sleep first, then deep sleep. Mm. Those actual stages happen in the cot. Can I use this quick analogy? Yeah, of course. I shouldn't be doing this because this is what people pay for, but I'll give you a little analogy. (gasps) Exclusive. um, That I'll use. (laughs) A little (laughs) golden nugget in this one (laughs) too. Okay, with sleep. Mm. So, you know those little retro toys that you can get from the toy shop and you wind them up really tight and you put them on the table and they go really fast and they're full of energy, right? Mm. They go... If we pick them up at any stage and we hold the little screw, they stop completely. But they're full of all that energy. Mm. It doesn't matter how long you hold it, whatever, when you put it down again... It takes off where it left off. Mm. So we've got our babies, they're awake, they're learning about the world, they're soaking it all in. So the eyeballs and the light and everything, they become that little, and we put them into bed and give them the sleepy cues, mm. but they're full of energy and stimulation. They're the little retro toy. So they're like, 
and they're trying to just expel yeah. and go to sleep. So you've got a really overtired baby that doesn't know how to sleep. Obviously, the retro toy is like really firing. Mm. And when we pick them up and feed them or rock them, we, they might go to sleep, but they're back here and they've stopped with all this energy. So the very next time they wake up, the 8 p.m., 9 p.m. wake up, which is a really light sleep, they're that retro toy. So they're screaming mm. their heads off because they've been put to sleep and they haven't expelled the energy. Oh, my gosh. Okay, that makes sense. So if you let them expel it, and I'm not saying they're going to scream. If you do it consistently, it's just tossing and turning. But yeah. an overtired baby who doesn't know how to sleep and is overstimulated more than anything well, screen, that's where the screaming yeah. comes in and the negative connotation of sleep But you have training. to let them expel that energy. To begin with. Yeah. To begin with, mm. it can be tricky. And yeah. the older your baby is, the harder it is for the baby because they're, it's like you're travelling to Dubai and you're overtired mm. and jet-lagged. You can't wait to get into the hotel bed. And you get there and you go, I can't wait. You have a shower. You hop into the mm. big fluffy white tuna and pillows and then you can't sleep. No. You toss and you turn, but the bellboy doesn't come in. We no. don't get up and turn on the telly. Most of us stay under the covers and just get through the night mm, as do. best we Push can. Through. I love the Dubai analogy. That's my favourite <laughs> analogy so far. Well, there you go. I can re- hard relate. I like the retro toy. <laughs> um, okay. So what is the youngest you can start your baby on a routine? Were you saying four about months? four months, did you say? Um, no, you can start – well, I'm passionate about starting from the beginning mm-hmm. in terms of understanding normal baby behaviour and the things that you can do um, to help them sleep when they're little. So knowing things like from three weeks they wake up to the world so it's more likely when you finish a feed they'll be wide awake – so it is okay to put them down wide awake and to guide them yep. to start teaching the process of sleep from then. Yeah. But dealing with the normal Is behavior. it okay to let them fall asleep on the boob while feeding? Yes, whilst they're little, absolutely. And it's okay when they're big too. I'm not going to tell you not to. Yep. There's no right or wrong to it. But if you want routine and you're whinging that no one's sleeping, then something's got problems. Change. Nothing yeah. changes if nothing changes. That's right. Exactly. That's our other tagline. Yeah. Exactly. What is the most important factor to get right when it comes to baby sleep? Like if you had to give people something to focus on and really think about after this chat, what would it be? There's lots of little tips and tricks mm. and things that you can do to help them sleep. But I would say the most important thing that a new parent can do is educate themselves mm. in normal baby health, development, growth, change to understand your baby's behaviour. When you understand the why, the how's easy. There's no point in focusing on a wake window if during the sleep window you're not being consistent. And all I know is for 33 years I've walked into a household and a mother has just been on her knees and can't do it and feels like she's a failure. And I give her the why and it just changes everything. everything. And they go, wow. Why didn't yeah. someone tell me that? Didn't look like it, I had, that makes so much sense. It and does, it's, and it's. But and it I haven't even set. mentioned awake windows. Is, yeah. I know. Like, yeah. you're, you're huge on awake windows, aren't you? You're no, well, it's part of it, but mm. no, I'm huge on understanding because so I, I could give you an awake window for an, for a four month old, mm. but that awake window is not a, a good wake window for a four month old that's overstimulated. Right. Yeah, and there's no point in focusing on the awake window if you're not focusing on the sleep window. See, I got it so right with Eva, <laughs> like not, with the that's app. That's not going to make it right. No, that's right. But with Freddie, because I was so stressed about having two and him waking her, mm. I remember I used to have a red mark, I put it on Instagram, a red mark across my chest from leaning on his cot 
and patting him because yeah. he was waking every hour. I was right. I drove myself And why insane. should parenting be that hard? And does that strengthen a bond? No, or does I was that resenting this kid. baby <laughs> mother start to resent yeah. the, the whole mm. thing? And they and people always go, but they're little for such a short time. It's like, yeah, that's great. It doesn't mean you have to suffer if every you, day. If you can actually see them yeah. through your blurry eyeballs yeah. and enjoy them. Sure. Is there something that happens to a woman's hormones around the six-week mark that has got them through that really hard bit? Yeah. Yeah, because you're straight into the yeah. lack of sleep. And then all of a sudden, do they start like falling away or going somewhere? I don't know where they go or changing. Okay. Yes, oh, they whatever. do. Yes, you're right. And it's that's natural. So when babies are born, we have the amygdala is heightened. So it's a gland in here which produces the right. fight or flight hormone. Yes. Mm. And so again, with babies, they come out floppy and no brain, nothing going on upstairs. And yep. everything's instinctual. Yep. And if we didn't have this, so when the baby cries, we have no control over it. And it goes poof. Yeah, and it just makes you into fight or flight, protect, feed, yep. do whatever, and it's very strong in the beginning. Mm. Um, and it gets the baby through that six to eight to twelve week period where it's all instinctual for them. Yeah, and then things become learned behaviours, and the reflexes start to go away. And naturally, then the mother should be starting to find a rhythm, mm. and this starts to settle down. And you start to work together and the bonds there and mm. that's what's supposed to happen. But what's happening yeah. is in this period, this is supposed to happen. Then the mother doesn't sleep and the feedings of, you know, all these regressions are coming and I can't do this and I'm a bad yeah. mother. And so this is just stays. That stops you from just being proactive. And, what, and most of the time, I mean, parents only call me and invest in a home visit if they are ready to change. Yep. And they know that what's mm. happening isn't working for them. Right. Yeah. So they know that. And once they feel controlled and that they're in the driver's seat, the change is phenomenal. It's just the bond with their babies. They're sending me pictures. Where's the mm. – tell you what they're calling them when oh, I arrive. Oh, yeah, I was there. Yeah. I've been there. So what baby is very passionate about, you be consistent without expectation and you watch what happens. <gasps> yes. Oof. Oh, that is <laughs> That's a good line. <laughs> so what would be your advice to a new mum who's about to give birth? Yeah, my advice would be birth is one day. Mm. Don't just fixate on that. You're not having a baby, you're having a child. It's a lifetime commitment. Mm, yeah. Um, and my biggest piece of advice is communicate with your partner mm. because you've both come and you've both been raised very differently and come from different mm. families. And that communication and oh that that being together mm. is really important. So talk about things like how do you think you'll feel when the baby cries or do you want the baby to sleep in the room with us? How do you feel about that? Mm. Like just asking those questions. And the answer might be very different. It might be very different. Once the baby comes, so it's about keep then, checking in maybe. Yes, and, and when the baby comes because when our babies cry and I've talked about the hormonal thing mm. and the fight or flight, it's different for men and women, mums mm. and dads. When our babies cry and that happens, we think of all the bad things and it can make us feel a certain way or trigger a certain memory. And so when we stop the baby from crying, we feel better instantly. Yeah. But it's not really about the baby, it's about us. It's about us, so true. And so if we talk to our partners about how crying makes us feel or if your husband goes, quick, just put the dummy in, just do that. But then sit and when you have a moment and talk about why did you feel the rush? Why did you feel the need? To just communicate. Basically. Communicate's the key. Hmm. Mm. Wish I'd have known that. Would have saved a lot of arguments. <laughs>
60 years ago. (laughs) And in our videos, the Nought to Two Weeks Mm. chapter of the diaries is free to download for everybody. I couldn't recommend your resources more, honestly, as someone who'd lived through it. I remember being in my tiny little DY shoebox apartment outside the door, swiping furiously on that app, just like... It's the best, honestly. You're so good at what you do. It's helpful. So Mm. I guess if you've got, again, information. And where can everyone find you, Jen? Um, You can find me. We've got a website with all of these resources on there and you can purchase all of them Mm -hmm. from the website. So it's whatbaby.com.au. W-O-T, baby. W-O-T. Windows of time. Windows of time. I love that. Love it. Have an Instagram page. Very busy Instagram page. Mm. and things like that. Facebook. All those normal avenues. Yeah, yep, and we'll put them all in the show notes below. So. And she's at most One Fine Baby Sydney Expos. Oh, yeah. and the expert. other thing, I've just started doing in-clinic consultations. So there's oh, a where? beautiful um, women's health clinic that's just opened up in Lane Cove. It's beautiful. Ah. And I've been asked to consult there. So I, cons- I have a, my own consulting room with a cot and... Oh. Oh, amazing. You can come and see me for an hour's consultation and then come back for Mm. follow-ups. So it makes it very accessible for everybody. Come and see me in the clinic. I'm going to book Holly in. (laughs) She'll definitely Face-to-face. But, like, if you – yeah, maybe you can't invest in in a night visit or an in-visit stay, but maybe this is a great way to just get your advice without – And then the team there, there's gynies and there's physiotherapists Mm. and there's psych. Oh, great for mental health. All of that. Um, Help for endometriosis. Oh, wow. Fertility. I work alongside a paediatrician. So if there's any health issues Mm. with the baby, then we can um, refer to each other. And where's that place called? Um, It's called Femina. Okay. And it's in Lane Cove okay. and there's a website that's linked to my website as and well. You can book in and there. you can just jump onto their website and make a booking. Oh, like, yeah, all in um, one. It's yeah, just lit- it only opened, the opening was two weeks ago. Oh, okay. Been <laughs> Super brand new. Yeah, we're like, yeah. why aren't we across this? Okay, yeah, that's so right. We can For sure. Yeah, yeah it's that would be great. Absolutely. We'll that. definitely put a link to that in the show notes, won't we? Yeah. Well, thank you, Jen. My pleasure. Thank you. Thanks so much. Holy dooly. <laughs> that was amazing. That was so good. And I think I just loved I never understood what what baby stood for, but windows yeah. of time, it just makes so much sense. You could have asked me. I'm a long-time lover <laughs> of Jen and her parenting hacks. The sleeping. Oh my gosh, she's yeah. a god. No, it was great. And um I'm sure everyone will get some great hacks. So please share it with your friends. If you've got mums mm. on friends that are having issues with sleep or just friends in general that are new mums and having babies, yeah, and they don't know what's ahead of them. <laughs> Yeah, share with them. Some of these podcasts are really awesome, so yeah. we really appreciate you sharing them. Um, we've got people from London, New York, we um, do. Canada, yeah. uh, Norway. Everyone's sharing, sharing, sharing all around the world. Cold, so hof- cold coffee hot mess has gone global. Gone global, mm. baby. So yeah. Anyway, thanks guys. Yeah, for joining we'll us. see you on Friday for the fix. See you then. Bye. Bye.